Hey. Hi. Hey, Nick. How you doing? This is like the second week in, no, the third week in the row that you've tried to intercept my yes. starting the show. So I, I, since since I, you want I, it so badly, is, since you want it so badly, is, Nick, yeah. why don't you go ahead and enter the show? Well, I'll why just do you sit wait back so here long? And, and you you intro. Why do you wait so long? That's what I, I'd I like try to, to collect my thoughts. I take a deep uh-huh. breath. I try to center myself, and then right. I go and forward. I get it. nervous, and then I say hello. <laughs> right. So what it's, I'm it's, saying it's, to you is, go ahead and start the show. If you're so excited and you need to do it, you need to just jump right. in. Just go for it. Gladly. All right. Uh, this is gonna be awesome. What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> no, no, no. Just go, man. He doesn't know the script. I think you say something like. Uh, Hey guys, how was your uh, week? Hey, hey, Nick. Yeah. Hey. 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 How's it going? What's it's up, going man? really well. How, how's it going with you? This is fine. I yeah. You're yeah, yeah. It's, it's fun, isn't it? When people just yeah. jump in over top of what you're trying to say. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't mind. It just bothers you. Just I think you just work I, on. I didn't. I, 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 I. This is news to me. It sounds like Jay. He he feels like the the uh, what's what's the word here? Like the doorman. To the show, I I, mm. I just try to I try to set the table, is what I try. To right, do. and and what's happening is as soon as Jay takes a breath, mm-hmm. Nick mm-hmm. jumps in and goes hi, because <laughs> he's and a I know he's just little... I know he's just doing it to f with me, but now I'm it is. I, I'm, I'm turning the tables on him, so I'm saying right, right. Nick, and you I, go no, ahead, you start that. the show. Great, great, have fun. All right, well, happy it's, Thursday, it's, everybody. Happy hey, Thursday, happy happy Thursday, Nick. How was your week? <laughs> it's been great. It's been great. Yeah? yeah, it's a weird week, wasn't it? Yeah, it has. It has. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did not see. Uh, did not see that coming. Who what's, won the election? What's, Jay? what's that? What's, who, what's that? Who won the election? I don't, I don't know. even remember now. I, I yeah. can't even remember. Okay. <laughs> well, they, they're still they're still counting the votes. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> that, right? that is probably absolutely true. Let's talk about yeah. some music. Sure. Sure. Can we do that? You know what? I'm just realizing that I don't have the intro music queued up okay i'm here on my my mobile rig i'm here in uh, atlanta georgia i'm so. yeah you're on you're 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 on location right now so greg if you could just sing sing the uh you should check it out theme okay. song for us uh hang on i'll do it you should check it out go nick all righty thank you very much you should check it out Episode number 66. My name is Nick. And I'm Jay. <laughs> and I'm Greg. Is it, and uh, and we've got a great right? we have a great show for you this week. Uh this week, um this week Jay's gonna be going first, and I'm really excited about this the segment. And then I'm uh pairing up with Jay yeah. on that segment for reasons that will become clear shortly. Uh-huh. Uh and then we're gonna hear all about Greg's tour. So it's gonna be a fantastic episode. Yeah, Jay, why don't you kick yeah. things off? That was really well done. Let me just say, first yeah, of all, Nick, you're yeah. I disagree, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Consensus. <sighs> okay. Well, uh, so yeah, this this is a weird intro, but I, last week I found myself in kind of like this YouTube depression rabbit hole, oh. right? So like like last week nice. was just like really sad for me in terms of like work, and so I just ended up watching a whole whole bunch of YouTube and. I found this guy, this session guitar player. You know, a lot of these session guitar players now can't play sessions, so a lot of them started like YouTube channels to do like lessons and stuff like that. Oh, okay. 
And so, uh, Greg, I don't know if you know him or not, but his name is Tom Bukovac. Maybe I'd recognize him, but I can't uh, I mean, uh, picture you, him. You've heard his stuff. He's played on a bunch of Alan Jackson records. He's played on a bunch of, like, really huge country hits. He's And, I mean, just like any of those Nashville session guys, just like the best guitar player you've ever yeah. heard in your life. He's just incredible, you know, yeah. but you've never heard of him because he's not, you know, yeah. Yeah. So he ha- he started... It, it, his own YouTube channel. It's just him in his garage, and it's called Homeschooling with Tom Bukovac. And it's just it's just incredible because it's these free lessons. He has like 70 of them now. He does once a day, one a day. They're like 10 to 20 minutes long. And they're just like, hey, hey, guys, what's going on? Hey, it's Tom. So I was playing. I was just fooling around with this riff. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, and I was just checking out this old Rush record. Man, you guys like Rush? Man, that's some cool stuff. Leave me some stuff in the comment. Like, it's just like this brilliant brain dump from this incredibly mm-hmm. great musician. And so anyway, I was I was rolling through some of these videos, and he, and he started going on this riff about, yes, the band, yes. Okay. And immediately yeah. I just recoil in horror because... <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> all I, my, my experience with yes has been... Mm-hmm. Mm, Contrary to their their name, it's been negative. I just hear the stuff that's on classic rock. <laughs> it's ready, been more radio. no than yes. It's more yeah. way more no than yes. Okay, right. but he's not the only guy, the only musician that I respect that absolutely worships this band. You guys included, I think. I mean, is that safe to say? You guys are yes fans. Uh, definitely fan. I w- I wouldn't go as far as to say worship, but I would. I mean, yeah, huge fan. Worship's absolutely. a strong word. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm, I would definitely be a fan. But I, but I, I'm not a knowledgeable one. Okay. Mm. I have like one or two Yes records that I've owned that I really liked. All right. But other than that, I, you know, and I know some of the members and some of their history. But that's usually because it lines up with other bands' mm-hmm. histories. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but I'm a fan of prog music in general. Right. And uh, I, I'm interested to see where this conversation goes because. Uh, <laughs> I so, am a fan, but I also get it that you're not. Fair enough, right? Yeah. That's yeah, that's yeah, well yeah. that's well put. So I, I I know that they are incredible musicians. I know that I quote unquote should like yes, but I've always just been turned off by like the vocals and just how like over the top nerdy they are, and the fact that the the members wear capes and stuff like that. Like it's just very okay. like it just hasn't ever been my thing. But he played this song that I hadn't heard before, and this is probably one of those that you guys are like, oh yeah, of course. But he played the title track to Close to the Edge. Mm-hmm. And well, of course, he just sit there, sat there and played like some of the riffs. He's like, yeah, man, you should check it out. <laughs> and I was like, you should check it out. Like, it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> that should be our new intro music. Yeah. Hey, guys, you uh, should check it out. Uh, but uh, yeah. I actually did. Too much like Bill and Ted's. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually did go and check out that song. And oh my gosh, I was like blown away. This is like. Really? I, I really was. This is like, it was so out there, at least the intro part. And it, it was very Zappa-esque in some, in some places and, and just very aggressive sounding and like really kind of hit all the sweet spots for me. And also it helped that there weren't too many vocals. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, can I play that that uh, the intro? To yeah, that, let's hear what you're album? talking about. Hell yeah! yeah. Heck Do yes! It. All right, this is uh, <laughs> the intro to "Close to the Edge." Yeah. 
I mean, come on. Yeah, man. That's yeah. awesome. That's, it's killing. No denying. Killing. So once I heard that, I was like, okay, maybe I didn't give these guys enough of a shot. So I'm. I this is the one. Or maybe one... your dumb friends were playing the wrong clips this whole time. That's that's <laughs> entirely possible. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to call this bit, this segment, yes or no. Okay. And this will be the one opportunity you guys have. So if this you choose it. to take it, to convince me that this band is worth me listening to. Maybe next week. Greg, what do you got? <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, I uh, I pulled up to Midway and, and I was going uh, <laughs> If you're willing to take on the challenge, what do you guys Hell say? yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I, yes, but... That is the band we're talking about. Yes, correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, could we? <laughs> I, I can't. I can't in good conscience defend on? this band uh, without a little help um, from Hell. my dad. To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly. Bird clock. Bird clock. He agrees. Shut it. <laughs> I, I think we have concurrence. Fair enough. That's bird, if bird clock's it, trying to call you out. It's that's fine. Are that's you, fine. Um, are you saying we might get a Guy Klein appearance on You Should Check It Out? It's stupid late, but let's give it a shot. You think he might be up? Let me let me send you the number. Okay. Wait, who, who, Guy Klein? Who's that? Uh, it's my father. Oh, you're yeah. calling your father? I actually hadn't said Guy Klein. I had just said my dad. Oh, the so legend, was, the myth. Yeah, yeah. Guy Klein. Yeah. Can we give him a call? Yeah, yeah. You got the, okay. I got the number here. How do you, you have his number? Putting it in here. It's, well, there's a two. All right. There you go. That's nice. I got one of those old school phones. Here we go. Oh, Three. yeah, yeah. 911. Hello. Can I help you? <laughs> what no. the? I know, right? How you guys doing, man? Hey, guys, you yeah. I love your show. I love your shows. Hey. Awesome. Thanks, man. Welcome welcome to the show. And I miss uh, Eddie Van Halen. I miss Neil Peart. I mean, I miss them all, man. It's crazy. It has been a a crap year. Yep. Wow. (laughs) Unreal. Some some prog rock luminaries we've lost this year for sure, man. I tell you what. It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. So how can I help you guys out? Thanks for calling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. uh, no, he already knows he already knows we need his help for something. Yeah. yeah. It's know. amazing. He's been sitting there biting his lip through all this awkward crap. If, if, I, no, wait, he wait, wait, wait for two rings from Jay so I can, you know, answer the phone, you know. There you go. If we're calling Gla- Guy Klein, there's a Thank problem you. that needs solved. Thank Is you that so right? much. Yeah. That's right. Well, some problems I can, some problems I can't. I think yeah, this yeah. might be one that you might be able to help us out though, with, though. Uh, I, I don't know if you heard the intro or not, but basically I got turned on to some Yes tunes. I'm not the biggest Yes fan in the world. Nick didn't feel confident enough in his abilities to help us out, so sure. he, he phoned a I friend. I you thus far. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm just drinking beers tonight, man. I'm kind of checked That's fine, out. Dude. Good That's for you, <laughs> I've got my I got my water right here, so we're gonna go. Guy guy is actually filling in for me. I'm gonna be on mute. <laughs> Where's All the right. damn mute button? I don't see it. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. All right, so guys, so why don't you tell at least me what your relationship is with Yes? Like, I I assume you love the band. Wait. I'm on an airplane. I told Nick, you know, a couple times over his life. Uh, 
I'm on an airplane heading to California in 1974, and I hear this band with, you know, the old, uh, you know, earbuds. This is back before you actually had an iPhone. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm hearing this song called Roundabout. I thought, well, that sounds pretty cool. And I'm an old Genesis fan. I'm a huge Pink Floyd, huge Rush fan. You know, and I hear this band, and I hear this guy playing keyboards, Rick Wakeman. I said, holy crap. <laughs> this guy, these guys are amazing. And so I get back to uh, Maryland you know, a couple of a while later, and uh, I go to our local record store. You buy records back in those days, and I pull up the Fragile album, and uh, there it was, Roundabout. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the second album called Close to the Edge. I thought, let me buy this too, four dollars ninety-one cents, whatever <laughs> it was. I don't know. <laughs> and I, I, the first the first side is a whole the whole song is nineteen minutes long. Close to the edge. Yep. And it's Wakeman, Steve Howe, Chris Squire, John Anderson, Bill Bruford. And I thought, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Man, Bruford on that? Mm-hmm. What's that? Yeah, dude. This yeah. is how dumb I am about Yes. I didn't yeah, know that's that a bit, That's one of the biggest, that's one of the coolest parts of Yes, is that yeah. Bill Bruford was like, was like working. He was, He's yeah. just killing, and he's, but it's like, anyway, oh, we'll get to that. Yeah. No, he's, no, he's, he's cool. in the no, get into it. Get he's into it. it. Yeah. He was like, uh, he was in Yes, and then he was in King Crimson after that. Right. He left that when King Crimson, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. And then Alan White came in after that. He's still right. playing with him today. But Bruford was, uh, he was a kick kick butt kind of a drummer. He was a lot of luck, luckful stuff, you know. Yeah. But it was Very Wake, precise. Yeah. Very precise, very, you know, the whole thing. And But uh, Wakeman was like, oh my gosh, listen, this guy play keyboard. Nick and I saw yeah. him last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah! In concert, it was great. That was yeah, one of our most. That was one of our most popular episodes of all time. Yes, it was. And, yeah. and you should yeah. check it out. History was when. Yeah. And, was and, and how bizarre record. that now we're talking about yes all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah something. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to Hold see here. Takes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, awesome. So it was Rick Wakeman. It was the key. It was the keys that that brought you in. It was that middle section, the keys that said, "Oh my God, listen, this guy played the keyboards." Mm-hmm. You know, and and Chris Squire was so automatic, and so with with Bruford and and Steve Howe, which is a, a maniac anyway. Anderson, I, I appreciate you what you say, Jay, but I mean John Anderson has a it's like Getty Lee. You know, he has a unique voice that sort of brings that band together a little bit. Okay. You know, so yeah, I did uh, that that you know that air flight by myself to uh, L.A. Uh, L.A. I'm sorry, in '74, just made, said you know. I gotta find out who these guys are because I was an old pre that Genesis fan, you know the old Genesis Peter Gabriel days. Yeah. So yeah, wearing the masks yeah. and everything. Huh? Wearing oh jeez, mm-hmm. the head looms, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They swatch over the skies, kind of a thing. Yeah. Well, I guess if you have an appetite for that, if you're if you're willing to put up with the costume and the pageantry, then I guess that uh-huh. sets the stage for some. You know the 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 yes. Well, Jay, what is it? What is it about John Anderson? Because I, mean, I honestly, when I was when I was young, mm-hmm. I always knew that playing Rush for a friend, th- there was going to be an obstacle, and the obstacle was Geddy Lee's voice. Mm-hmm. I always saw <laughs> yes as like I always saw yes as like some medium ground between really normal music and Rush, where like <laughs> no no, where to, John Anderson still had a little bit of a weird voice to but, me to me, but it doesn't sound. I, I can't explain why, but just to to me, Rush. Uh, like Getty Lee, like his voice is weird. I can deal with weird voices, but it's like it's got like this kind of just more hard hitting kind of like rock. 
quality to it. Yeah, John well, Anderson it, does have a softness. But yeah, like yeah, John yeah, Anderson's exactly. like, yeah. well, I'm singing about right, right, fairies right. and dust yeah. and magic and wizards. Yeah, but like, dude, like, we were just talking about fleet foxes and, you know, the guy well, from I don't like that either. Right, but the one thing is that they don't rock. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's not it's like Getty Lee still rocks. Yeah, you know, John yeah. Anderson doesn't rock, but that doesn't mean he doesn't fit the band perfectly. The band around him sure as hell. Does. Fair yeah, enough. fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. right, right. It's just a different. It's like a different vocal approach, and maybe he just you know maybe they tried that and it just didn't work. But yeah. then like this worked. And I'm not taking yeah. anything away from the guy because he's clearly a super super talented, and like you know like those harmonies are incredible. They're even, so sick, dude. Yeah. But it's just something for me, like growing up around like classic rock radio, hearing Roundabout. What is it? Uh, what are some of their other big hits? Um, oh, they had a bunch of hits and over the over the, the fifty years they've done the stuff together, man. You know, what it, was their big one? What was the number one? Owner of a Lonely Heart. Owner of a Lonely Heart, of course. Yeah, yeah, oh, that, was, yeah. that was Trevor Rabin. He came he's from South Africa. The guy came in and joined the band after Anderson got upset and left and. Trevor came back in and sort of stepped in, and and that that those three albums in that series in their early '80s became they were top hits. Yeah, you yeah. know, Money and so that's time. that's the sound that I associate. Yes, and you know, Owner of a Lonely Heart is an incredible record for sure. It's just mm-hmm. not the kind of like sound that I grab. Seen all good people. That's the, that seen all the good people. Is that one's, that one's great too, man. Yeah, that was their second album. Yeah, or yeah. third album. But owner of Lonely Heart and that whole that whole changes nine hundred one two five series sort of came out when the VH one was new. I mean VH one is now it's video time mm-hmm. and they're putting videos out so people are now mm-hmm. oh I recognize these I like these guys kind of thing you know MTV and VH one yeah yeah absolutely so yeah yeah I mean it's a pretty voice I just I I, I I honestly I don't think I'd ever heard you vocalize that specifically that it was his voice that you didn't like so that's interesting it's just kinda... well I think he was I, I think he was probably more spe- <laughs> he's more spiritual than Geddy Lee was Geddy Lee was a okay. hard rocking kind of guy with <sighs> with Alex yeah. and, and Neil John Anderson was a, more of a spiritual kind of a you know not spiritual as far as you know uh, just religious like, but also like, um, yeah, you know, yeah. just like the, the storytelling and the whole thing. And That's the interesting. Yeah, the myth. There's like a lot of mysticism and like mythology. Absolutely. Like, I, you yeah. know, like especially in, you can just tell from the artwork. You know, like mm-hmm. they they have really cool artwork. I'll say too, especially on the vinyl, because I have a copy of Yes songs. That's Roger the Roger Dean, baby, Roger Dean. That yep. that's the yeah. He did like all. I mean, did he do all their albums or like no, the first? No, the, la- the last couple he didn't, but the first Peter Max did the last couple albums, but the okay. first you know fifteen or so was all Roger Dean. Yeah, it's just such a great you know kind of artistic statement, like mark like sort of a brand or like image mm-hmm. for the band because yeah. it was yeah. like really dense, cool art. Um, that you didn't know what it meant, but it, it looked like it was like some kind of strange, like alternate universe. Mm-hmm. You know, and you it was, since it was all done by the same artist. It had this like it really cohesion, grew into yeah. the cohesion, and it made it really vast because like some of it was like this like red planet, and then another one was like this you know red and blue like, and then another one was just like huge brown like mushroom thingies, but like that still <laughs> looked cool, you know, or whatever. It, yeah, yeah. It's funny you, you know. I'm trying to just go look at some. Because yeah. some of the other people that I've talked to who really are into Yes, uh, this one guy I used to work with, Ernie Beck, he's a great guy. I'll try to get him to try to get him on the podcast someday, but he's about our age. 
and he's like, yeah, and I just learned about yes from my dad, you know, just like you would, you know, just like mm-hmm. Nick and guys. Nice. So, and I was like, and I said the same things to, to him that I said to you guys, you know, like, I just, I can't get into it. It's too nerdy. It's too, it's just too, too kind of, meh, 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 meh. But he said the exact same thing that you just said, Greg. He's like, they create this whole world. And yeah. You can just it's get like, lost. It's like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, that's a good, that's a good point there, uh, Greg, because that album was based on, one of those albums was based on that, the story of Lord of the Rings. Tolkien. The oh, yeah, yeah. Which one is that? I mean, yeah. That was uh, Close to the Edge. It was based on Lord of the Rings. Oh, get out of here. Really? That, well, that, there you that, go. Took wow. notes today. That's yeah. awesome. There you go. And I think, I think, I think some of the, the I think of the, the covers that uh, Roger Dean produced allowed you to go into the liner notes inside these albums and read the stuff and the stories about the albums and stuff. And uh, you're right. Very mystical. I just, and it, it, and it's, yeah. it's soothing stuff. Just you know, it's mm-hmm. energetic but soothing at the same time. But, but but it takes like it's it's a big commitment. You got to be it willing is. to go. To, you got to be willing to go there. I don't know. I've 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 gone there. I think a little bit. You know. I, yeah. I, again, there's. I mean, one thing that I love about Yes is uh, the bass tone. Yeah. Like Squire. Chris Squire's bass Chris tone. Squire, yeah. It's just so cool, man. I just love that bass. I'm surprised more people don't emulated but honestly i don't think that many people couldn't play like that does he play a rick I, you know i a rick i think so yeah, yeah i think he yeah. plays a rick and Baca with, with a pick yeah yeah I, it, it might not be with a pick i honestly don't know but it's just like sounds like it yeah he it's plays, just it's, it's really a cool Bach, a brick and Baca 4001 by the way 4, I just took the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very good um chris squire was the only member of the band that went from start to finish really okay. before he passed away wow. yeah nice. The only the yeah. only guy that uh, survived the Stuck whole. Stuck it out. I mean, they they, they had nineteen members from start. To, you know, from Anderson to, wow. to Steve Howe to you know the drummers to the you know, Trevor. You know, mm-hmm. Chris Squire until he passed away in two thousand fifteen. All right, well, he was the only guy right. from start to finish. Yeah, you guys, you guys have have whetted my appetite here. Come okay. on, uh, it's a start. Give, give me a song. Who's going to step why to the plate we, with the song? Why don't we do? Why don't we do a, a Steve Howe? Uh, nice. piece from an early Steve Howe piece. Okay, this is when when he first came to the band. Um, uh, I think I I think I picked one called the Clap. Yep, the Clap. Yep, okay. That's from Fragile. That yep. That's from Fragile. Okay. Yep. All right.
Well, that's that's pretty incredibly awesome. Yeah, that's that, that was, pandering. That was pandering to you, Jay. And what's cool about him was he would play and look at the audience and smile at the audience and wink at them and stuff. He, the guy was amazing. Yeah. He really was. Now, I do have no, to call no, you no, out no, on that. I do have to yeah. call if if that was your pick, Nick. That did seem like it was pandering to me a little bit, but yeah. at the same time, well played. Yes, because... that was my pick, and I was pandering to you, Jay. <laughs> that definitely uh, could. S- yeah, that was the, that was Steve incredible. Howe. And yeah. also, no vocals. Where are the, where are the vocals on that one? Yeah. See, that <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, though. I, I mean, I hear that, and I, I hear Steve Howe's playing, and I I, I love the way he plays. But I'm not going to sit around and listen to that person, you know? No. Really? No. Okay. Yeah. It's an early time. See, I like that yeah. because that's, that kind of sounds not... like John Fahey or like a lot of the kind of Leo Kotke, a lot of the guys that I really like. That's true. And and, and I respect that. And I would probably have fun. Like, I would love to like work on that with the student, you know, mm-hmm. and then kind of like figure out how it sounds like a lot of fun to actually learn how to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I would listen to it. But just, but just well, my, Greg, for my, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It, it if I was going to put on yes, that's not the yeah. I wouldn't put on solo <laughs> Steve Howe piece except for Mood for a Day, which we might get to later. Nice, but nice. but um, well, hell, I, I like. Why the get to it later? Let's, let's play it now. I like the sound. Let's of the play band. it now. Yeah, let's play it. Let, let, Turn yeah. her up. <laughs> this is the Steve Howe that I prefer, the more classical side. Okay, All right. this is called Mood for a Day. Okay, well that that's that's also incredible. Uh, mm-hmm. That that <laughs> sounds amazing. It sounds like I mm-hmm. should go check out Steve Howe. Mm-hmm. But you guys still haven't that's really one. sold me on yes yet. That's okay. Okay, all right, baby steps. <laughs> yes, and baby again, I, the what door I was has been open. Saying about the, the the clap and mood for a day. It's like I love Steve Howe's playing and mood for a day. I I have kind of like it just brings back memories. I used, I at some point in college I heard that and was like I I have to learn how to play that. That's badass. And That's worked really on cool. it a lot, you know. Again, the sound of yes to me is the whole band. It's the whole yeah. like orchestra. The Bill, Bill Bruford on the drums, Chris Squire on bass. I the singers with all those crazy harmonies, you know, John Anderson. It, like I want the whole orchestra. Mm-hmm. Steve Howe is like a part of that orchestra, you know. That's my favorite yes. And my favorite yes album is a live one. Which one? That's Yes Songs. Oh wow, 1973, I think it was, right? I guess. <laughs> that <makes sense. laughs> oh, that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah that sounds that sounds about right. And they just sound like I, it's a funny story of how I got that album is I, I walked into a record store um in Wayne, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Like this is outside Philly. And I stepped in and I was like what are we listening to, man? This is awesome. And he was like, it's this, it's yes. You know? Oh, wow. 
and uh, he held it up and I didn't actually get that copy that day but then later on I found another one and and picked it up nice they had a couple albums come out in 2000 and 1999 also called Yes to Ascensions and it was live album double CDs Nick knows it he's played Mm -hmm. we've played it here at the house a lot a couple of live tracks I mean those guys and I saw I saw them back in 1990 gosh 4.98 whatever it was the Union Tour, okay. when they all got together again, did the whole, they call the round, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, they nice. Were, they were amazing. I mean, I just, you know, the, the record didn't get a very good reviews, but I love the album itself, How many times have so. you seen them live? Uh, I saw them twice at, uh, in, in Baltimore, one in Washington, so three times. Okay. I've seen Rush 14 times, but I've seen Rush, <laughs> or yes, three times, yeah. Four, theme <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah, and once with Nick. Nick and yeah. I saw and Mary That's with that. Oh, three yeah. Or four times, yeah. I saw them there once. That was great. Yeah. Uh, maybe twice. I feel like I might have seen them twice. Hmm. I feel like you guys are stalling. You guys are stalling. Sorry. Well, oh, right, actually, right. We need to convince <laughs> Jay to like right. yes. Great. Yo. What do you got from Yes songs that would be a good? That's a whole band oh, ensemble. Let's bring some vocals, or let's bring the band into this. Now that we got Steve Household. Uh, right. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, I don't. The clip that I picked is more of an instrumental Let me back thing. Back up a hair. What other songs? <laughs> <do you get? laughs> no, that's fine. We're good. We're good. We're good. We'll work up to the vocals. I'm gonna. This is like an instrumental jam. Yeah. Okay. So kind of in the in the in the vein of the ver- first clip of the closer to uh, close to the edge. Yeah. This is Heart of the Sunrise. This okay, is nice. live, That's that's pretty dope too. Uh, that, that Dude. No, 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 no. No, no. No. <laughs> no, you, no, you need to you need to you want an apology to everybody at this moment. How so? How so? That was f-ing awesome. I said <laughs> yes, it was it dope. Was. <laughs> Dope's pretty awesome. Right, right. No, yep. Okay, good. No, that 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 was incredibly awesome. It was it was great. That was fantastic. I really that enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. Wayne was a wild man. He came from the band called The Straubs. <laughs> the Straubs. Yeah, the 1970. That sounds and, like something uh, some band a hipster would have nowadays. Like, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we can't be bothered to say Straubberries. We're yeah. just The Straubs. The <laughs> Straubs. Uh, yeah, The Straubs. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> and in 74, he left the band because Tales of Topographic Oceans were so 
out of control that uh, Wakeman said, you know something, I'm out of here. I got to get out. I gotta it got to be right. too much. John Anderson too got much. to be too much for him, right? Wait, wait, yeah, wait. Absolutely you, so. It, yep. don't, you can't just gloss over that. What do you mean? It, things got too crazy <laughs> for Rick it Wakeman? Was too, it was too complicated for Rick. <laughs> Rick wanted to do his own thing. The mysticism <laughs> was too much. <laughs> he did the uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Albums and all those, you know, concept albums he did. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they, they bought this guy Patrick Marez in from uh, the Moody Blues, okay. who covered for a little while. Then Wakeman came back in around '77 okay. for the uh, One for Wait, the One album. Wait, yeah. Wakeman, Wakeman was—he's the kind of nerd that wanted to talk about 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 King Arthur, not <laughs> yes about Eastern mythology. You're right. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Yeah, right. He's more of a historian. Fair right. enough. Okay, yeah. I yeah. get it. I, I he prefers funnily non-fiction. enough, I get it. <laughs> Medieval. <laughs> <laughs> medieval non yeah i mean to me yeah, that sounds that, that all that was awesome that sounded like rush with more instruments which sounds yeah fantastic i mean that was yeah, great. looser or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. really Very dug good. that but uh you know the elephant in the room would be there's still no vocals on any of these well, clips that you guys but, uh, okay but <laughs> but if your premise is you don't like his voice okay yeah, what's that, you're, that you're, over, you're right you're building yeah, yeah, can that we are be overcome? Back really, I don't, I don't know the answer to that. I mean, I thought the vocals on "Close to the Edge" are so cool, man. Yeah, you don't think those vocals were cool? Like when when he does that kind of thing. I mean, what? Just like the whales that came in. The harmony. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was the harmonies yeah, are so sure. dense. Yeah, you that's know? all yeah, so cool. I tell you what, that a lot of that could have been keyboards too, Greg. I think you know. I mean, you had Steve Howe back up. You had a little bit of. Uh, Wake and sing, not Wake and then sing much, but you know, probably more keyboard vocals in the background. It's, but you're right. I mean, it was it was too intense and too yeah. concise. Yeah, it sounds like Anderson, like layers of Anderson, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's it, it is. It could have been. It has to be. Yeah. It has to yeah. have been. Yeah, because it, it that's exactly what it sounds like to me. But the way that the chords are stacked, I mean, it's like it's got complex. You know, stuff. It's, it's, yeah. They're they're dense. There's a lot of extensions in those chords, and uh, I mean. Is it jazz? I don't know. <laughs> See, that close to the edge. That sounds. I mean, doesn't it? Doesn't it have like? A, I mean, it's it's like it's fusion, right? It's got this like yeah, or, like this this early seventies. Well, if you listen feel to, to like yeah, if, if you listen to uh, an album by uh, Billy Cobham called Spectrum, mm-hmm. or like even like Mahavishnu Orchestra, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. there were j- on the other side uh, of the musical spectrum, there were jazz guys. They were also kind of trying to do this kind of it, stuff, but they didn't have vocals. It's funny that you, you know? say that because th- that clip that I that I gravitated to from close to the edge or whatever uh, was reminded me a lot of Mahavishnu. Yeah, in like yeah. the yeah, yeah. and I think it's the looseness of it that yes. I really gravitated towards it because it wasn't mm-hmm. just so precise. It was mm-hmm. a little bit ragged, a little bit rough. So yeah. I like that that aspect. Of mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what other clip? What other clips are are uh, are, are prepared here? What do we got? Dad, what do you have? What what clips did you wanna did you want Jay to check out? You had two, I think, right? I think you gave me you gave me we can pause on this one, but you gave me Starship, Trooper, and is it yours is no disgrace? Changes was a good song. Changes was good. That was like that Trevor Raven kind of a era. Okay. And you know, when uh when the band broke up eighteen hundred times and uh, <laughs> they came back together again in eighty one, eighty two, they brought Trevor in. Changes was a big, big record, a big song. Off one of the rabbits. What year is and, this? You think? Uh, around 82, 83. Okay. We may lose Jay on this one. Mm. We may lose Jay. Well, hey, give me a chance. Give me a chance. I'd, I'd rather not. I think that's one. <laughs> I think that's one. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> All right, so this is changes from uh, what's the name of the album? Either nine hundred one two five or uh, a big generator. I think it was big Gen- big generator. Then they they fell apart again. They went through nineteen members over their whole fifty years. <laughs> and uh, did did the drummers keep exploding? Uh, Alan White st- Alan White's still there. He was the All right. last guy left after Chris Squire passed away. He was the older guy. So yeah. All right, let's check out some changes. Here we go. This is a pretty cool song. All right. Stuff. Okay, that's I mean, that's pretty dope too. I really, I actually really yeah. enjoy that too. Even like the the whack synth part that came in there. It's got like a Steve Reich feel to it for yeah, a second. Yeah, like I, I, mean, I, I, mean, I love the percussion aspect of it. Yeah, that's really really cool. And how many? I mean, how do you write that? How do you remember that? How do you write it down? <laughs> how do you play that? As drummers, we'll, we'll never know, Dad. Exactly. Right. Look, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll I'll tell you what I hear, is, which is like it's so. The pat there's a pattern, and that's mm-hmm. what yes, that's what you know. Prague is really it's just right. patterns, just more complicated patterns. But it's like the riff there. The main thing was like a one two three four one two three one two three four one two three one two three four, and that's the pattern. So it's it's not just alternating four and three though. It's four three four three three, and that's what gets cycled. Seven seven three. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So it's like. Seven and then uh, ten. Seven, mm-hmm. like a measure oh. of seven and a measure of ten, and then that's what alternates. Um, yeah. But anyway, that's neat. You, that's neat. I enjoy that. I, I mean, I enjoy that on, on a nerd level. But you know, to the average listener, yeah. it, it's it's whether or not it pays off in the actual like hearing of it, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, of course. But, but yeah, I think but it does. I was just asking, case. like, how how do you how do you write that? And it's like. You have to sort of hear those kinds of those Ways like music or yeah. more music has to music that's organized that way has to make sense to you in order for you to write it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. like, you know, re- as far as like the listener's experience, that's one thing I'm talking. I'm trying to get into the mind of the composer here, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And be like, why did they write stuff like this? You know, and. I think that, you know, it's as, as they establish themselves as kind of like these prog rock technicians yeah there's definitely pressure to just like okay now how can we make it even more effed up you know like how can we make it even more challenging but without but while still being able to play it are there any like video documentary kind of things about like the writing process dad do you know like 
Uh, I've looked up Nick a lot, and uh, you know, I'll see a documentary by John Anderson or Chris Squire when he, once he passed. But uh, but it's always like the drama of the band, not the process. The band was yeah. so effed up; it was crazy. I mean, uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. What band's not? That's well, that's true. <laughs> uh, but no, mm. I, I don't. I, I haven't found any a documentary about. You know, Chris Squire had a lot to do with writing all this stuff, and so John Anderson. I Wait, believe we didn't really do much. You know, uh, Bruford, no. He just he jumped off and did King Crimson. He just locked him with with Squire. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, but it's uh, yeah. I, I, I watch these YouTube videos of these guys playing, and I'm thinking to myself, how in the heck do you write it? Like I was telling, like Greg was just saying, and you you, you play it in concert. How do you play this stuff in yeah. concert? That's <laughs> the hard part. It, it is. is. I mean, it it's is. It, it is the hard part. But I, I honestly, I think the hard part is like, how the hell did they sell this stuff? Yeah, <laughs> it is well, remarkable. Yeah. It is remarkable you know? that they were as popular as they were. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the marketing, a, the, the marketing heads like that just came with back. the band. Yeah, and people yeah. were definitely listening to music differently back then. I think because like if you were gonna actually physically put a record on, and I mean I know a lot of people out there still listening to vinyl all the time, but mm-hmm. then you then you understand that you know the act of putting a record on a table is like it's like it's more of a commitment than just being like play on your phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, and so if the more immersive the record was, I think there was a, definitely an audience for that. And it's also like you weren't as distracted; yeah. like you were yeah. willing to go down this like rabbit hole with them and get into their weird little like yes world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know? you know, yes, yes, only sold thirteen and a half million records in their career, which is not much compared to like <laughs> Michael true. Jackson. You know, so. Well, Either even like ACDC or like Led Zeppelin, you know. Exactly. I mean, you know? yeah, it's it's nothing compared to them, but right. you know, you're either in or you're out, kind of a thing. But they know? were so. at least like, I mean, marketable enough to have an entire career, you know, Absolutely. like like a yeah. full career. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And uh, and yeah, the longevity of the of the band is pretty remarkable. All right. Well, I think you guys have done a pretty fantastic job here. I I, I can't say that I'm sold, but I'm definitely intrigued enough to go and listen to at least the instrumental I, I parts of like, some of these records. I think it's like uh, you got to find your yes. Okay. Okay. They've been a band for like how There's many a yes years? For like, everyone for forty years or whatever. Yeah, you know, like fifty years. Fifty years. Fifty yeah. years. I'm talking yeah. about I'm talking about a band with fifty years. Yeah. Of Prague <laughs> cheese, you know? Credentials. <laughs> somewhere like... in there. Somewhere in there is something is good. you're gonna find something you love, you know. But just yeah. playing devil's advocate, can you guys can you guys give me a good example of a section of a song or any song with some vocals on it, including the ridiculous lyrics that you think I might be into? I mean for I, I, I would pick the tune All Good People. Well, I know that song pretty well. You know that one. Yeah, I mean, it's well, like, then you you know uh, what can I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> it's about it's like a metaphor on playing chess as life, right? I mean, it's kind of. I don't pay attention to the lyrics. Yeah, but I, I'm just hearing. I'm hearing well, the, I'm playing, the, the you know I'm the layers, devil's you know? advocate here because I mean yeah. the, people don't. You guys sit just sat there for five minutes and dissect you know the time signatures for that's this one true. particular. Most people don't do that. Wasn't that fun I, though? I it, <laughs> it's like it's like a it's probably like for you like what a, it, it, like a crossword puzzle or something like that. You know, yeah, you're sure. like a word you're like a word guy. I'm a wordsmith. Know? Exactly, wordsmith. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're, we're rhythm guys, man. We know we're yeah. all about the, Fair the, enough. The, fair enough. So but just, I'm asking. Yeah. I'm asking for for a friend. Yeah. You know, give me something else. <laughs> give me something else here. What else? What are the clips that we have ready well, to go? Well, you guys gave me two other clips here. I'm mm-hmm. just going to cut to the chase here. You have yours is no disgrace, and That's Starship early. Trooper. Early as well. Dad, those are both yours. Which one do you want to hear? Uh, Starship Trooper. Let's okay. Do that. Okay. Now okay. I, you Ooh. didn't you didn't give me a time to pick from this, so I just started from the beginning. Is that? Yeah, okay? it's a long song. <laughs> yeah, all the songs are long. All right. But, Starship- they, but, but but wait. Before, is, is it like? A slow, long, draggy intro? Yeah, you probably don't want to go that way then, you know. <laughs> well, I could mention 900 songs, but I, I don't can think skip. That... I mean, I think that song has like three movements in it, so, we, you know, we can skip to a section of okay. it if you'd like. Okay. Uh, do you section, like uh, Delusion, Worm? What do you like? Uh, delusion. Let's do that. And, Jay, I want you to go out and buy. I'm listening. I want Starship. you to buy the album. No, sorry, I want you to buy Talk. The album called Talk. Nick and I love that album. I've together. played him. I've played him that. He doesn't like it. Ever. You're kidding me. <laughs> well, I, no, I, that's the only. That's like the thing for, that I, would, I. I don't know what you're talking about. Talk. You okay. played that for me, Nick. Uh, many times. I was always like my like. You don't like yes? Listen to this, and you'd be like, yeah. Nick and I played bedrooms. You know, endless dream. Endless dream. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> makes you make, makes you weepy. Well, then play something <laughs> off of that. Is it? Is there something? Worth uh, hearing off of talk. It's a lot. It's a whole. It's a whole it's, thing. It's, it's, a, whole it's an experience. It's, it's, it's an experience. It's, like close, it's like close to the edge. Yeah, Starship right. Trooper at three minutes. All right. A, it's got a, like a nice acoustic part with the vocals coming. Nice. Here we, try Here we go. Here Perfect. We go. Good job. Sounds good, Dave. That's good. That's such a that's such a prog thing. That dude, it is. I love it, is. it, it, is. it though, right? <laughs> it is, but it's also like it's like uh, it's like if Crosby, Stills, and Nash, like it it, it, it reminds me of that. Like it's even as a kid, the harmonies. No. I, it was like yes. it was like well, mapping CSNY harmonies onto like prog music. Yeah. 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 Now that's that's yeah. interesting. Nick, can you can you say that again? What you did sure. <laughs> I, I I hadn't heard that. As a kid, I always thought this was like, it, I always thought of CSNY, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, as like older music than 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 what my dad listened to, mm-hmm. and I but I thought like, oh, it's cool, like they have the harmonies like those Crosby, Stills, Nash songs, but it's on Prague, so it's like cooler to count and like more interesting to listen to. That's um, f-ing fascinating because <laughs> if you say that, because I can hear Graham Nash singing that stuff. Now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and Crosby time. has the same voice. He's got like Anderson's like 
like that pitch to his or, or Neil Young the, even. Yeah. They're stacking the core, the harmonies in a similar way, no yeah. doubt. You know, mm-hmm. it's more because there's. I think a lot of it. I think I think there's like a sixth in there that they're throwing in. It's like the triad and then the sixth. That's what just I to get, just to give it that like yeah yeah just, it's, uh, yeah it's it, just, it gives it like a, a sort of density. Well, that that mm-hmm. that gives me that gives me a new window to look at those those vocal sounds on because I've just always been looking like it just the guy's voice grates on me. I don't like the stuff he's singing <laughs> about. It just kind of sounds kind of fey. I don't really like it. It doesn't really sound rocky, but it, for some reason, if you couch it as this kind of sounds like Crosby, Stills, and Nash and Young harmonies over top of prog music. For some reason, that makes it sound palatable to me. Okay. Yeah. And that's baby steps. Yeah. All yeah. right. Okay. You, just, you, need, you, you need a reference sometimes. I, guess, I, guess. I get that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Like, Especially realizing like, it was the same time. Like, as a kid, I didn't realize true. that. I thought, yeah. I thought it was later yeah. and that it was like they were yeah. just I, kind of citing Crosby, Stills, Nash. And, yeah. So. All right. All right, cool. Come on. Cool. Hey, yeah, and and like like I said, there's there's a yes for you somewhere, whether it's like a solo Steve Howe classical piece or like a really badass like Zappa mm-hmm. moment, you know. All right. It's yeah, it's got it's it all. in there. It's in there. You just it's tough to come through it. Actually, I, I'll admit I got that album Tales from Topographic Oceans and I didn't Oy. get into it. I that did not get into it. That was it. tough. That was a tough one, man. And then I found out later <laughs> that it was like a, it was like this weird album that they struggled through, and I, mm-hmm. I, I think that's the impression I got. So well, well, that anyway, was I, actually I another question I was going to ask you guys: Is there an album I should definitely stay away from? <laughs> is it Tales from uh, the Topographic? Yeah. Open, <laughs> open your eyes. Forget about that. That's a keep piece them closed. Keep them closed. Open your eyes. Forget about it. That was that was that was the album Steve Howe came back to with the band in 1996. Uh. And the critics are saying, okay, we're going to really rock and roll again. And they said, this is a piece of crap. <laughs> oh, no. Open wow. your eyes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's rough. Do it. Yeah. Rough. Well, Do you know, I, I, got, I got a dose of that myself with the, you know, with the Halcyon. <laughs> but, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> but you All know right. what? I, I was going to say, but you know what? You know, they, they, if they needed to make it. And they did. And the band's still alive. You know? Yep. 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 Indeed. So, it's, you know, Rush had Most some really some misfires you know everybody does you know if you're gonna have a 40 50 year old 50 year old career you're yeah. gonna have a couple mm-hmm. details i would imagine it's, it's not likely yeah. except like, for the stones well, you know. and at some point except for the stone at some point you know <laughs> bands go through the critics are watching every move they make you know so every time you have a little misstep they say you're you're, you're garbage now, that's not true you shouldn't be that you know it's still you're in a studio you're writing music you know but Yes, came back with some really cool stuff in the late uh, '90s and early 2000s. Yeah, some really cool stuff. Awesome. And uh, you know, so you just uh, but they're pretty much wrapped up. You know, I mean, they got a new singer now. Squire's gone. Uh, John Anderson's gone. Not not health wise, but he's he's out of the band. Mm-hmm. They got some other right. guy now. There, you know, Alan White's still playing. Uh, Steve House still playing. And they the fly from here was our most recent album here a couple of years ago. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. All right. Yeah. Well, I can deal with that. Yeah, man. Excellent. Well, thank you so, so much, you think, Guy Jay? Klein, for yes. coming on on the show. Oh, oh, Greg, yeah. you're asking for a wrap up. We can get to it when you're ready, Jay. I'm not gonna <laughs> rush you. I'm not gonna intercept. You're not anything. gonna rush me. Don't um, say rush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Segment two. Ready? <laughs> I, I will say. I will say that I'm willing to. 
to give them another listen. I, I'm not saying yes yet. Okay. But uh, hey, I love maybe on yes. I, I will definitely say that's that good. I've loved the stuff that I've heard tonight. Uh, Excellent. Cool. So, well, that's all we can do. Yeah. yeah. Do, we have, do we have one more clip to to go out on? Sure. Uh, let's see. Starship Trooper. What do you say, Mister Klein? Let's do it, Mr. Rossman. All right, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just listened to Starship Trooper. That, that I was think we just did, listened. yeah. <laughs> is it, was it yours is oh, never right. Yours is never described. Definitely. All right. Mr. Klein, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for educating Thanks, me. Jay, good, good talking to you, pal. Hey. A long time, uh, buddy. Yeah. Seriously, we need to do it again here sometime soon. Yeah. It's fun having you on, guy. If you do a, a segment on Genesis, please give me a call. <laughs> Uh, Not oh. like we that. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It sounds like, it sounds like yeah, you, might need to, you might need to work together a pitch deck on that yeah. one first. Yeah, yeah. it might not be yeah. a yes. It might be a no on that one. Okay, sorry, Greg. Not, I, I think we're more likely to do an episode on the Sega Genesis. Okay. <laughs> well played. Well played. Sorry. Right. Guy Klein, not amused. <laughs> All right. Thanks sorry, so much for just Klein. Nope. Too. No, I'm not the problem. We're going to go out on a little bit of, uh, yes, uh, It's just, yours is no disgrace. Thank you so much, buddy. Good yeah. seeing you guys. We'll see you next time. Later. What a pleasure! What a treat to have your dad on. Nick. That, that was that must that have been so a fun. thrill for him too. I hope. Oh yeah. I, 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 hopefully, hopefully, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's actually calling me. I'm gonna text him real quick and tell him. That <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Greg, uh, Greg, while while Nick's uh, engaged, what uh, what's been going on yeah. in your world? Well, so? I need I need, I need you, Nick's attention. Week? I need his full I'm, attention. I'm right here. I, I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I got back to LA yesterday morning. And let me tell you, boys, I uh, had a uh, pretty interesting experience out. Um, you were touring in the Indiana. Midwest, right? Yes. So originally there were four dates booked for this show, for this tour. Okay. Okay. This is with the Red Knot Chili Peppers. Okay. And obvi- obviously <clears throat> we are <laughs> in the middle of this pandemic and the cases mm-hmm. are going up again. Yeah. 
Now, when these dates were booked, the dates were, they, excuse me, the cases were not going up. Right. right. They were going down. This was back in like September, August? Well, uh, when I say we booked these, I mean, th- these are dates that have just been moved and moved and moved and moved okay. since. Kept getting bumped, bumped, you know? bumped. And yeah. we're just staying on top of them. We're just not letting them go. Mm-hmm. You know? And so that's the, you know, because if we're like, well, if the venues are, it, it, it's an interesting strategy. And I mean, I don't want to give too much away, but it's not that, it's not really a secret. We're just trying to find any silver lining and booking a show because it's if you don't do that you don't have any leverage going into like hey oh you oh, heard you guys are open again we're trying to book yeah, a show right. do you have any yeah. idea how long that list is going to be sure sure you know it's so filled it's, with all the lists of everybody who was booked right yeah I'll, but they'll let you go unless you stay on top of them mm-hmm. right you know and we just don't want to have to be you know in the line of bands that are like hey we heard you guys are booking again yeah. It's yes. like, no, no, we've already had the show booked. We just keep moving it and moving it. Mm-hmm. So you uh, got to yeah. play this game where you like, you're open to playing if they're yes. open to having a band but that, play. But then, but, but then if they kind of call your bluff and now yeah. you got to go to Indiana, not that it was a, not that we were bluffing because we are willing to play shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, at, at least right now. If, had we known the situation we were going into, that, 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 that was, what was unfolding right we may have taken a different approach because the likelihood of shows getting canceled so originally there were four dates the first mm-hmm. one was in ann arbor michigan at a place called the blind pig which is actually okay. a pretty like known music venue okay um they canceled because the it was just getting to be um they, they knew they were gonna have to put it outside mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the weather was going to be too cold by then. Yeah, because we're talking. This is like Halloween Michigan. weekend. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah. yeah. So they a month before this tour pulled out. And that was the Wednesday of the mm-hmm. tour. We had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Okay. So one. So day. now we were left with just Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We're like, all right, still worth it, you know. Although to be fair, and again without going too under the hood, this wasn't a profitable weekend, but still worth going out there and you know yeah doing the shows it's because 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 the venues were uh, you know they were we knew they were going to be operating at not 100 percent capacity mm-hmm. so the thursday show i find out on wednesday oh. is getting canceled because well it actually was i didn't know for sure if it was getting canceled but illinois had changed the the rules oh, for God. restaurants yeah. and bars like just a couple days before oh my god it was our only show in illinois um and they changed the the rules so bars and restaurants couldn't be open anymore and there you was know, a huge I, I blowback actually, i saw that news article yeah. hit and i thought about you but i yeah. figured mm-hmm. oh well you know, i would have heard he would have said something <laughs> yeah <laughs> if it was, it was really affecting I mean, yeah yeah, but the thing was that like I wasn't promoting the shows on social media, really telling friends right. because it's a weird thing to promote. <clears throat> sure. Yeah. You know. You don't want to get I yelled mean, at. Yeah. Well, it's just kind of like it's a strange to be like you know what because what if someone does come and then they get sick? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I just can't. I. I you know. Yeah. If they see a, if they see or hear about it and then decide to come, that's on them. Right. But I didn't want to necessarily feel like put any kind of pressure on anyone I knew to come to these shows. The Red Night Chili okay. Peppers. Yep. It's your fault. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry. Oh, but it, yeah, but it was the It's Your Fault tour. Um, <laughs> but uh, so Friday and Saturday were still on. Okay. 
And, which, and we where had pre-sales. These? these are both in Indiana. One was in Hobart, Indiana, okay, which is like a suburb of Chicago. I would say maybe 70 miles from Chicago, Hobart is. And then the second show was in Indianapolis. Okay. All right. So here's fr- here, this Friday night. And yeah, and we showed up and it's like a theater, you know? And so we, we load in and, you know, we're, I'm just looking out at these seats just being like, are people really going to come in here tonight? Like with everything that we know? Yeah. And like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, yeah, we've got about 50 pre-sales. Okay. You know, this, this place fits like maybe 400, but they were going to operate at 200 max okay. capacity. Yeah. And uh, they, we had an opener and uh, they were playing some Weezer songs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was like a yeah. It wasn't like a full on Weezer tribute, but it was like a local band that. Okay. And sometimes we get that to happen. And yeah. If we need to borrow gear or, or whatever, which we didn't this time. But anyway, they played these Weezer songs at Soundcheck, and I was like, all right, well, guess we'll see. And so we went to and and had a dinner at the at like a pub nearby. Mm-hmm. And we come back and uh, peek in, and yeah, sure enough, there's people in there, and they're all always right. they're all wearing masks. This is an yeah. indoor venue. Wow. Okay. Yeah, right. I was like, well, I was thinking that. I was just like, wow, <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. Wow. This is like everything that I've heard we're not supposed to do. We're doing right, right now, and it's not uh-huh. just me. You know what I mean? But like, you know, I'm I'm involved. <laughs> you know, but but it's I, like all these people are choosing to come. You know, and these security guards are working, and the sound guys working, and you know, the people behind the bar are working, and here we are. Mm-hmm. And it was really strange, and in the end, uh, we had 140 people in there. Hey, all right. Yeah, but it's like, do you want the full venue, yeah. or do you how not was, want how, okay, it? So, it's but like how, the first how was time the actual... I'm like, no, I hope it. I hope more people don't show up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. What a weird That's enough thing. people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 okay. We're gonna get to cap it soon. Yeah. Um, how was the experience of actually playing for them? Like, did did that go away? Or was it present? Um, it did, but it, it's, that's a good question because it did. But then occasionally you'd be like, "Oh right, you know." Oh, <laughs> they're all, all wearing masks. Yeah, we're all wearing masks. <laughs> like, what is the deal with that? You know. But yeah, yeah, Indiana man, they just don't care. I went to a jam session um, earlier in that week because I, I actually showed up a couple days early and uh, hung out uh, with our drummer Pete's family. They had like okay. they had like plenty of room, and so I was just kind of hanging out with them, okay. and uh, doing my online lessons from there. <laughs> but nice. uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. And then uh, yeah, we went out to this jam session, and they weren't wearing masks there. All right. Okay. Yeah, it was just a now, like did, a. Did you wear a mask? I walked in with a mask, and then like, and we, then saw they didn't and, have and, one. And, 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 like nobody had one on. Nobody. And Pete and I, were, I guess, were like. I guess you know? and we just and we yeah out. it's hard isn't we hung it? out and it's weird and it, I'm yeah. not saying it's not weird but I just kind of was like well what I, you know like I'm already out here I'm traveling like it's out in the world like I've heard yeah you know, we've all heard we've all heard a million different stories yeah mm-hmm. but I was just like you know what here I am whatever you know I'm I, I, I <laughs> there's a there's a twist to all of this too in, in the end but so basically Saturday we go to Indianapolis, and it's the same deal there. 140 people, like just about the same. Another small theater. This was this was it was a club. It was more of a club vibe. Standing. Okay. 
were they packed? So I'm I'm wondering. You booked these no. shows. You wanted to play these shows, and then you act like you're surprised when people show up. Is it just yeah. the reality during of just an being... during an epidemic when cases are surging in the Midwest? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. And um, but is it one one, of the, did, did it yeah. feel like one of those things where everybody like? Because I could see two things. I can see the audience being like, I mean, they showed up, so they must know what they're doing. And then I could see, like, it seems like everybody's just kind of like, nobody said no. <laughs> so we all just right. kind of came here and did our thing. Well, I, yeah, but it's like, you know, coming here and doing your thing, it's like, it's it's work. Like, people just want to work. Right. They're willing yeah. to take the risk yes. to work. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know what I mean? And that's kind of how I felt about it. I'm, take, right. I'm willing to take the risk to work, to get back at doing what I feel the best about doing. Sure. You know what sure. I mean? Which is like mm-hmm. getting, getting to go and getting the play music on stage you know what i mean like that's what my you know that's basically my favorite thing to do yeah yeah, yeah of and, course, and, of and like not getting to do it after working so hard to yeah. make to get no the doubt. opportunity to do it you know it's um you sh- it's, it, but it's off it, it's awful man it's a diff it's a difficult decision to make but you know not only did i make it but my bandmates made it right mm-hmm which I won't, I won't get into it, but not all of us, not all of the band decided to choose to go. And we respected the member who didn't, but we had to find a sub for him. Fair enough. And that was a big factor. Oh, I bet that's really But tough. I would say this, though. Luckily, it was the singer. Because the music, like, if you if you know about Chili Peppers, like, yeah. Anthony Kiedis is the one who, like, up the most <laughs> yes you know what i yeah. mean like he, oh yeah he it's will, audible yeah. yeah you know and so and that's and it's okay okay you know what uh-huh. i mean it's just part of it's part of the band but the, it's but the sloppy you, sloppy vocalist but if you yeah. have if you have a sub like bassist you know yeah you I can't have probably a, you can't have we a probably wouldn't flea. have done we, we probably wouldn't have gone yeah you know because it just would have been like mm, i don't know like mm. you, it's just got to be so tight you know, for and it the to cohesion sound like of you, the, yeah, you three yeah. need to be like freaking locked. Yeah. But I was lucky. Luckily, I reached out to my friend David Vives, and uh, he came in and crushed. He did great. Awesome. Um, awesome. And he was and he was cracking some really funny jokes too. Um, and it was a, it was great to hear the the reaction of the of the people. You know, when he'd be like, "So here we are, like doing live <laughs> music. Pretty crazy, Bird right?" Clock loves it, by the way. Bird yeah. Clock loves it. Yeah, bird clock misses live shows. <laughs> that's a late um, bird clock too. That's that's so that's, that's a bird clock we don't hear hear very often. It's been a, it's the, been the second a bird clock. It's it's been in a few. <laughs> but yeah, we're, go, we're we're taking our time tonight. So you, you know, played these but, you played these two shows in Indianapolis Friday Saturday. They you got yeah, people yeah. Came, Indiana, came out. so it was like Hobart and then Indianapolis. Right. Yes, it was great. You're back in LA now. What's the twist? Okay, but here's the here here, here check this out. Yeah. So I can't get into the details of why, but sure you can. I can't. Okay. <laughs> I know, <I'm> <laughs> sure you can. Sure you can. But the, I needed to get a COVID test immediately when I landed in order yep. to to work on something ah, in right. in LA. That oh, was yeah. beginning literally the moment I landed. It was planned around when I landed. Wow. That was like okay. it was like. It's like, when can we start this? I was like, I don't know. I, you know, I have a plane on the, yeah. So, so I needed they, to get it. They met you at the airport? <laughs> at my apartment, there was a nurse waiting for me with a wow. quick COVID test. Whoa. A, a finger How prick. long? 10 minutes. Ooh. 10 minutes to results? Ten. Yeah. 
and I came up negative and I was like, yes! <laughs> like I just went out I just went out and did the fucking like sorry. I just went yeah. out into a COVID war zone. Yes. <laughs> and did not do anything that I was supposed to do. <laughs> Nothing. You know? I was playing live music, like the you know? And then I came and then I got on a plane. Is it is and it I akin landed. to the rush you feel after winning a big gambling like state? Like I mean, it really it I seems mean, like that. It's like I oh, shouldn't have bet five thousand dollars all well, on black. Here's the, here's the thing: is that I really wanted to do this next thing, and I didn't know how a positive test would affect that. Oh, okay. As far yeah, as like yeah. the actual like, I didn't feel anything. I, you know, so um, of course, yeah. The only thing I felt was a scratchy throat, but I realized like that's just that's, from, that's, like because I'm doing backup vocals. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, and like, and, and like I, I'm just not used to it right now. Sure. So I'm like, <clears throat> you know, a little like. Dude, I can guarantee you, once I get back from Atlanta, I guarantee you I will have all kinds of psychosomatic like illnesses. Yes. I'll be like, oh, yes. oh I swear I have COVID. Oh. <clears throat> you'll wake up. <clears throat> you'll wake up and be like, what? What is that? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm pretty no. sure it's COVID. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, but you that's know, great news, it, man. It, I guess. Yeah. It, yeah. No, you had me just, like hanging on a wire. I thought you were like, oh, I thought we were gonna have to yeah. disinfect these microphones. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, Quick, turn uh, off your uh, laptop. <laughs> so, well, okay, wait, wait, wait. No, but 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 for real though. So, is, is this the kind of risk you see yourself taking often? Uh, how how do you now evaluate that? So you skated, you got you got through, didn't get it, thank God. But it's like, um, I, is this it like isn't the first time that I've like sort I'm of do waved, this again? I've waved caution to the wind with this before. I sure. follow the rules. Okay. Because again, the rules in Indiana are super loose. That's uh-huh. why this happened. The the gig that was the I told you about the first gig that was canceled. The second one that was canceled because of the change in law, the owners were going back were, were fighting about whether to do it or not. One of them wanted to just go ahead and do it even though we weren't supposed to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we said no to that. You know, to so like we're not Breaking the the rules, right, right. That's the way I. That's the way I play. It's like, but you would do it, the rule but is, you would do it again. I am doing it again. We're going to Texas, all right. uh, all right, next weekend. Yeah, cool. Wow. Right. Yeah, good and on those you, man. Are, those are going to be even more. Uh, I think sp- like spread out and more planned. You know what I mean? Oh, good. Yeah, a lot more space in but, Texas. And and what they're doing is actually because it's lower capacity. They think they're going to sell enough tickets to do two shows. So oh, okay, cool. that would be that, which would be great for us. Yeah, and Texas is it outside? It, the Texas one is outside. There's an Oklahoma one that's inside. It's in it, but it's in a place that normally seats like eighteen hundred, and they're gonna be it's gonna be four hundred. Okay, max. Yeah, you know, so they're all gonna be on hey, stage. Man. That's the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I just wanted to share that experience. You know, it wasn't. Yeah, totally. It's not no, the way I drew great. it up. You know what I mean? Like if. I don't know. I'm not if trying to be a the, pioneer, you know. Yeah, yeah, I just, yeah. yeah. I, I just, if I'm you not had played, if you had played all the shows, would it have been profitable? For some reason, that's getting stuck in my head. Like, um, or was yes. it really just about keeping the commitments to the venue? For it's, like, I, I think it's about sake. just kind of pushing it as hard as as hard as it's willing to go. Yeah, got it. You know, um, yeah. luckily we did well in the beginning part of the year to make up for this. You know, so no one's eating. No one's eating their shirt. Yeah. Okay. You know, but that's just the name. That's the name of the game. You know, it's just 
it could be maybe it'll be sooner than we realize that like you know venues on a smaller scale like maybe not like big concerts big arena stuff you know but mm-hmm. these kind of smaller scale shows i mean these places have to i mean they're all gonna they're all gonna go broke yeah you know? it's it's so. it's tough it's really easy for just nick and i to sit here and say well that's a reckless decision to make greg no not yeah. i do understand I, i'm yeah. i'm you know what I'm saying. You're, you're playing. Yeah, yeah, I do. You know, do, but I get it. Like, I totally understand where you're coming from, Greg. You've been sitting on your yeah. ass for a year, you know, and you yeah. want to get out there. And I can, I, yeah. I get it. I totally get it. It's for work. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's, and it's like about using your skills. You yeah. know what I mean? And, yeah. you know, not getting a chance to do that obviously sucks and not I'm just out financially. Here in Atlanta. I'm you know? doing, I mean, I'm That's not saying, playing a gig. Dude, you're but you're like, out I'm there for a gig. Doing, it's the same yeah. thing, though. Work, are you, are you indoors with other people? I am. Yeah. Then you know, and you're wearing masks, and that's it. You know what I mean? Like, even though the cases are going up, and Europe's back in a lockdown, but I don't know. We could, you know, we could talk about all that, but like, I guess we're just gonna have to see. Like, you know, even this next couple of days. I mean, by Thursday, everyone will know at least more than we do now. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I, I'm interested to know. Or like less. How, yeah. <laughs> or less. Yeah. 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 I I don't know how to. I guess I'm going to go in quarantine for like the next week or so. When I, I'm, I, I kind of want to scream really loudly about the fact that, that we just all don't have those 10-minute tests available. I know. That is kind of incredible. How did you work that out, it would, Greg? If only there was <laughs> like a, like a system above the there state was, level. I'm just going to say that like it was uh, somebody high up you ordered for me Trump? a COVID test. <laughs> if only there was a system that existed beyond, like above the states that like <laughs> – could set an overarching if only like policy for the <laughs> wouldn't that, that would be, be something like for all the states wouldn't that be something so that it was i don't know yeah. sounds like a good crazy idea talk Nick. crazy talk but it's yeah. crazy talk it's way out there like a federated kind of a th- <laughs> i don't know what to call it <laughs> oh all man. right hey, gentlemen i'm so glad so glad you did it so glad you're back so glad yes. you don't regret it so glad nothing no, bad right. happened yeah, right. and yeah. all that stuff and yeah dude it's, yeah. YOLO. It's, uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. Until you get COVID. Yep. Yeah. yeah and ju- oh, no, I'm just kidding. Well, and just just so we're as we're wrapping this up, it should be said that we're recording this on the Monday before potentially the the most impactful presidential election of our lives. And so <sighs> we don't know what the world is going to be like whenever this uh, episode actually reaches the streets. But uh-huh. I will just say, for everyone's sake, and for my sake, and for my family's sake, and I hope that everything is going to be safe, and that we're all going to treat each other like human beings. I just wanted to say that before no we sign No idea what here. the journey out of this looks like, yeah. but yeah, if everybody can just be yeah. a bit more compassionate through it, that would be yeah. huge. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, Indeed. Indeed. All right. Well, Greg, uh, before, we, before we go, and before the world burns, mm. burns down... Uh, do you have a uh, song for us to, to play yeah. us out? Yeah, uh, this will be cool to play us out on. It's like you know, it is a uh, little bit, a little bit of a rocker. Um, right. this yeah, is cool, this cool band. More I yes, heard more yes. All... <laughs> oh. Yeah, <No>. yes. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Yes. <laughs> um, this is a band called All Them Witches, and I think the, the name of this tune is "Enemy of My Enemy." Enemy of My Enemy. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Guy thank Klein. You, yeah, thank you to fun. everyone out Thanks, there listening. Thanks, Bird Clock. 
Thanks, spread Bruce. the word. Tell a friend. You should check it out. And uh, you know what, guys? Hopefully, we'll see you next week. How about it? Yeah. Bye. All right. Bye. Peace. Bye.